0: You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast. Proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network.
1: All right, then. On with the show.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows like Cinematic Adventures and MF Uncensored. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. With me via the Zoom studio is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm doing
1: fantastic. I can't complain. How about you?
0: Well, you know, I'm just happy that, you know, you made some time for me and, you know, remember that we have podcasts and, you know, I mean, Sean, Sean's been pretty consistent. You know, we've just been hanging out. Wait, a lot. We're doing a podcast right now. You shut your mouth. You shut your <laughs> mouth right now, sir. I am over you and your gumption. But anyway, anyway. You can't anyway. do anyone. anyway. So today we're coming back, and unfortunately this is a little bit of the dry season of superhero media. Yes, we have not seen the Marvels yet. Please leave us alone about it. We will go see the Marvels at some point. There will be a review about the Marvels at some point. When, <laughs> probably when it comes on to Disney+, because it is bombing. It is not doing exceptionally yeah. well. And a lot of people are – there's a lot of speculation as to why. And uh, until I see it, I don't want to – Past judgment. I know like yeah. we, we did our pre-Marvels episode and eventually we will see the Marvels. It will happen at some point, but Ooh. I'm not really like, like I want to see it, but I'm also not like I need to see it.
1: Yeah, same.
0: And unfortunately, at the same time, Jonathan Majors just started his uh, criminal proceedings. So mm-hmm. we'll see. The, the future of Marvels a little uncertain. And who who would have thought that we would have had to say that at some point?
1: Yeah, right? Like, it's always been about DC and their future, and...
0: Oh, their future's still messed up, like, apparently. Oh, yeah. As as of time of recording, yesterday, they announced that Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother, will be portraying Max Lord in the new DCU, even though he's playing, like, four other characters, and James Gunn had originally said nobody's going to play more than one character, but nepotism runs deep with james gunn just like how his wife is in all these movies and probably yep. still gonna keep being hardcourt and we like hardcourt we we definitely enjoyed her in peacemaker which can we get a season two i'm getting a little annoyed yeah so i don't know i and then the only other superhero movie we have left is aquaman
1: yeah aquaman i am
0: <laughs> yeah i have i've barely seen any promotion for it
1: yeah yeah which is okay because there's a lot of drama going on with that movie too. Just like every other DC movie to come out in the past like year and a half. Which just,
0: just just a year and a half? Just a year yeah. and a half?
1: All right, maybe a little bit
0: more. Well, it's funny because uh, <laughs> they just dropped a bunch of DC movies onto Netflix. Like uh, Suicide yeah. Squad the, and The Batman. I was watching The Batman again. It's a great movie. It's so good. Yeah. Like what... Maybe. What happened elsewhere? Like, why can't why can they only figure out Batman?
1: Mostly. I, I wonder if it has to do with the fact that you are getting like B-list characters and it's harder. Well, Batman is A-list. Fla... Put it this way. Flash and Aquaman like just started becoming A-list. Like Batman's always been an A-list.
0: I mean, I feel like Flash is—Aquaman's always been a joke. Flash has always been pretty A-list, but I I guess I kind of see your point just because I don't want to talk about it anymore. But anyway, no. (laughs) You know, it's funny because they just recently—I think it was like this week—they mentioned that the Flash had ended its run like a year ago or something like that. And just—it made me so sad. It was such a missed opportunity that they did not put Grant Dustin in the Flash movie at all. I think it would have saved a lot of the movie. A hundred percent. If if Grant Gustin's Barry Allen had popped out like of the timeline when all the like during the finale and like tried to convince Ezra Miller's Barry to slap, sl- like stop what he's doing, I think that would have been a
1: great moment. Oh yeah, I think that's the problem with DC. Sometimes is they don't do the fan service like Marvel does. Well, so they. It's weird because. They did the fan service in Titans
0: when they had when Beast Boy was in, in the red and you yeah. see, you know, Grant Gustin's Flash going around, Zachary Levi Shazam like they have the they have the footage. I don't know what yeah. they were thinking. And I know we talked about it when we did our Flash review. I don't know what they were thinking when they were like, we're going to CG Christopher Reeve and Nicolas Cage. And all. that like why you have all these yeah. actors who would put on that suit in a heartbeat to do those cameos. And it just, and then it just looks so janky. Oh, God. We could talk for days about how bad the Flash was, but it still makes me sad. But we are not here to talk about the Flash because I'll just get upset. We're instead going to talk about something way, 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 way more fun. And arguably, the better, sometimes the better medium. Like, as much as we love live action, there is something to be said about today's topic, and today we're doing a, a very broad—we're going to do some some specific episodes. We'll announce that at the end, but we are going to be talking about some of the greatest superhero animated TV shows, and the, the fun thing about this is we're able to go back in time, and we're going to go—not f- every single superhero TV show. We'd be here for days. We're going to talk about the yeah. best of the best, our personal favorites little bit of debate a little bit of a like, kind of seeing because we don't know where each other stand on this i think for the most part we'll we'll be on the same page but it might be interesting to see I, was, of- I, I feel like
1: we have yeah we have like the same bests mm-hmm. but it's just a matter of like what i think is the best versus what you think is the best one that's where it's gonna be different but i'm sure like if we said top five They'd pretty much be very
0: similar. I'd actually be very curious because I know there there are plenty that I have seen that you haven't. Yeah. Yeah, and you need to stop being an adult for like a day and just watch cartoons like a real adult. <laughs> I'm not going to work. I'm I'll do my you. best. I'm, I'm not going to go to work. I'm just yeah, going right? to watch cartoons today. <laughs> I dare you to tell your wife <laughs> that when she's like taking care of your newborn child. Like, I'm just going to stay home and watch cartoons. You, you just do whatever.
1: You do you, and I'll do
0: me. R.I.P., <laughs> Ronnie. But anyway, so let's start. We're not going to go too far back. Like we're not talking Super Friends and stuff like that. We're going to yeah. look at different times. Like 90s. Periods. So we're going to look at different time periods, and we're going to talk about our favorite ones during those time periods. So let's start in arguably the golden age of superhero animated shows, and that is
1: 2020.
0: Shut your whore mouth. You shut up. <laughs> How dare you? I couldn't even tell you a modern superhero cartoon, like, what's on right now. Because Oh, unf- really? Well, unfortunately, a lot of the superhero cartoons right now are are specifically geared towards little kids. And...
1: I would argue that.
0: I'm going to argue you in a second. And what I was going to say is the best shows are the ones that deal with more adult themes. They treat... Like, the sh- the first three shows that we're going to talk about were made, quote-unquote, for kids... But they had a Mm -hmm. lot of adult themes. So a lot of these superhero cartoons did. They were aimed towards teenagers who would grow up with the show. That was their demographic. Yeah. And unfortunately, toys were involved. So some of these shows were primarily made for toys, which is wild. So let's start in the 90s. There are three shows that we are going to mention. Ronnie, can you guess one of them?
1: To me, probably the greatest animated series ever, Batman. Batman, the Animated Series. Yes,
0: Batman the Animated Series. I will say – I think it's it's easy to say that it is probably the best superhero animated show. There are some great ones, but Batman the Animated Series, and even to a point, the new Batman Adventures, which was like the sequel series – or it's weird. So Batman the Animated Series yeah. is broken up into two pieces. The original one with Kevin Conroy mm-hmm. and sparingly Robin. like It was mostly a Batman yeah. show. And then they – they made this change where first the artistic style was very different. Like they redesigned all the characters. Um, they also introduced Tim, uh, Tim Drake and they, they bypassed Jason Todd completely. They kind of combined the two characters. Cause I think they just didn't want to deal yeah. with the killing of a child episode anyway. Makes sense. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> right. And they, Barbara Gordon took a much more prominent role as Batgirl. It was more the, the Bat Family adventures. And of course, yeah. Dick Grayson as Nightwing. And we know it's a continuation because they do a flashback to when Robin stopped being Nightwing. And all the entire the entire voice cast comes back for the most part. Do you yeah. have an episode of Batman the Animated Series that sticks out in your mind? Oh, uh, you're asking for way too much. I I'll, to be honest you, with you. Do you want me to do one before so you you can you go know. for it. All right. I would have to, I like old wounds. Which is a fantastic episode where they they explain because I I was always a big Robin fan. Like I related to Robin Mm -hmm. as a child. You know, it's he that's what he was designed for. We did a great episode on on sidekicks and Tim Dick Grayson in particular. And that's what he he was marketed for children to be like Batman's partner. Like that's like something a kid can relate to. But Mm -hmm. Old Wounds is top Heart of Ice is considered probably the best of the series. The first episode with Mr. Freeze. I forget the name of the episode, but there was a great one where they, I think it's like Legends of the Dark Knight, where they do three different iterations. Like, it's kids telling this, telling Batman stories. And one of them is like a cheesy 1960s, like, pow, zap, wham. Yeah. And then they do the Dark Knight Returns as one of the segments, and it's really good. But those, those are three episodes that jump... Oh, also, oh, I forget the name of it, but there's an episode where Barbara Gordon dies, and... Batman gets discovered to be Bruce Wayne by Commissioner Gordon. And then at the end, spoiler alert, at the end you find out that it was all Scarecrow's fear toxin and it was a hallucination, but it's really yeah. good. But what about you? anything jumping to mind? Probably, I
1: think it was, I want to say towards the end of season one, the uh, Two-Face episode. Oh, the the it's a two-parter too, ironically enough. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that one kind of stands out where we kind of See the true side of Two Face because so I think Two Face is probably one of the most underused and underrated Batman villains,
0: especially when Misha Collins plays him. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> you know the my only complaint about Two Face in the animated shows, especially, is how perfectly symmetrical his face is. Like, yeah. he gets half of his body blown off, but it's like, nah, it's, it's he had a line right there. Perfect. Yeah, but they do a much better job. In some, then some of the other iterations about his split personalities, how there's more than one, the big bad Harv personality. And then they do they do an episode in the new Batman Adventures with a new personality called the Judge where he takes on like mm-hmm. a vigilante role. They, they always handled their villains especially well. And of course, Mark Hamill is the Joker, Kevin Conroy is Batman. Just you can't beat it. So moving on, though, this is a show that I watched as a kid. I loved as a kid, we're going to do an episode with it involved. And again, we're going to say that at the end, but X-Men, the animated series, another more adult show. It dealt with a lot of adult themes. It dealt with bigotry, racism, hating the way that you are and death and dying. Like the first episode, they killed Morph, I think it was like an episode or two in, but it's one of those shows yeah. that whenever I watched it, it I don't know if I ever watched it in order. It was very strange the way that they aired it, and I remember a lot of episodes, but I don't remember the whole show. Yeah, but I was I was a big fan, like as a kid, because obviously, like it had one of the best theme songs of all time. <laughs> like it's yeah. still they used it in Multiverse of Madness when Professor X yeah. wheels in, and see. obviously now they're really leaning into that m- nostalgia for the MCU, which is a whole other thing. But yeah. And then the last one, and again, we're not spending too much time on these last two because I'll explain why, is Spider-Man the Animated Series. And it's probably, of those three, it's my favorite. I'm not going to say it's the best, but it's my favorite personally. But next week, we are actually going to do a versus episode of X-Men the Animated Series versus Spider-Man the Animated Series, where we're going to break down both shows a little bit better because they also share a continuity. Yeah. They do crossovers and they crossed spider-man's never been on that show i don't think except in like maybe Mm -hmm. a non-speaking cameo i want to say but they had the entire x-men cast in one episode and storm came back for another episode which again so we thought it might be fun to kind of compare the two yeah now moving on obviously after the 90s came the 2000s for those of you guys who aren't good at math wait what after after the, the number 90 comes 2000 it goes 88 89 90 2000 just so you know Oh, okay. Yeah. I get it now. It's common core math. It's really high-tech stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Girl math. It's girl math. But anyway, so that's a big thing nowadays, the girl math. I've seen like guy math. Yeah. I've seen like we- <laughs> some weird ones. Lawyer math, like stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> God, I love our country. So we're jumping into the 2000s, and this is really when it was the DCAU versus mm-hmm. – Versus Marvel. Now, we've done episodes where we talk about DC and Marvel and versus them and kind of where they stand and stuff like that. But this is the first time that DC was really – they had their cinematic universe. They, like, it was done.
1: Yeah.
0: They somehow managed to do Justice League totally better. And I remember you watch the first episode of Justice League. The only characters people were familiar with were Batman and Superman. They had their own shows. Yeah. You know, it was, the, it was the Batman from all that, and then Superman had his own show. And then they introduced all these new characters in the first episode. And somehow, it worked totally fine animated. But when you went to the movie, people were like, oh, you need at least one movie per, per character. Like, oh, you don't. Yeah. You, you really don't. But again, you also have more time to tell stories afterwards. So it's it's yeah. give and take. But obviously, Justice League... Was probably the biggest animated
1: show at the time. Do you did you watch Justice League and Justice League Unlimited? So, I didn't watch too. Like I would watch episodes here and there, but never fully watched like full seasons of either show. Mm-hmm. Not because I didn't like it. Because Justice League, in my opinion, is better than Justice League Unlimited. Ooh, hot take. Not, not by much, but. I would say it's a little bit better in my opinion, but it's just I didn't really watch too much of the animated stuff in like the 2000s and and to now basically. So yeah.
0: Ronnie was but, too busy cutting class and and smoking behind the bleachers. I don't I don't know what he was doing. We didn't go to high school together.
1: How do you know that?
0: No. because <laughs> you tell me everything. Anyway. That is true but anywho, anywho, i would say justice league the animated show and Justice league unlimited are just they're just so perfect there's nothing wrong with them it's one of those shows that you can throw on any episode and enjoy it and like even they did they did an episode with like all the c-list characters and they make jokes about it like they're in a parade or something i forget it's in justice league unlimited and like all the kids are like oh i was waiting for batman like like yeah and they're like damn it but then at the end they like get everybody's respect and everybody's like I'm I'm vigilante I'm like it's yeah. really good and also <laughs> during this time in the 2000s we have one of my favorite shows Batman Beyond all in the same continuity too yeah and we did an episode on Batman Beyond with our good friend Brendan or Blind Bat 8719 as he's known but so make sure you guys check that out we had a lot of fun talking Batman Beyond they also did the ending to Batman Beyond in. Justice League Unlimited they did the episode epilogue and it is probably one of the best Batman episodes or best Batman stories of all time cuz yeah. they cut back and forth between the quote unquote present time and what happens to Terry McGinnis. Terry McGinnis was so popular they wanted to do a movie like a live action and you know who was supposed to play Terry McGinnis, right? No. Ben Affleck. That's really funny, right? Like that was a big thing and like it was pretty close yeah. to development. So During that time, though, we also had one of my favorite shows, X-Men Evolution. I thought you were going to say Teen Titans. No, no. Teen Titans was mid-2000s. It was a little bit after, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We have X-Men Evolution and Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. So they had two um, other superhero shows kind of jumping in at the same time. And we're going to talk a little bit about X-Men Evolution in a second. So we're actually, I I don't know if I mentioned it already, but we're also going to do a follow-up to our next episode where we're going to compare the next two shows, X-Men Evolution and Spectacular Spider-Man, because ironically enough, they follow a very similar motif. And I was a huge fan of X-Men Evolution. They did a fantastic job with it. They, a lot of these shows were very famous for being very small to start off. And then suddenly it's like, look at all these characters, like- yeah. I, and sometimes it really worked. X-Men Evolution it really worked, and they also made Cyclops much more badass. Like yeah. he has a moment where he floors Juggernaut and it is probably one of the best Cyclops moments of all time because the movies did him dirty.
1: I was going to say like it's crazy like how well the animated I feel like when it comes to Marvel, I feel like the Marvel animated series sometimes do Better with their low A, A, like the A minus slash like B characters, than they do in the movie.
0: No, no, that's totally fair. Like, like,
1: like (laughs) like, like, with like Cyclops with Storm, like, like all these people, like, you know, from X Men. They just they're so much better in the anime than they were in live action movies. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's very
0: weird. Like, where the like the problem was. Wolverine got so exceptionally popular from the first X-Men movie. And so they diverted all their focus to him. And yes, like X2 is fantastic, but they didn't know what to do with all these other characters. So some of them were gone for most of the movie. Cyclops is gone for almost the whole movie. Yeah. And they just didn't know what how to make him interesting. And it really sucks because I'm a big fan. But some of our other shows that we have at this time, Young Justice... Young Justice is such a unique beast when it comes to animated shows. Because they also had a, like Green Lantern had an animated show, but Young Justice yeah. and Green Lantern would air like next to each other. Suddenly, Young Justice was just gone, like just dis- disappeared. Yeah. Nobody knew why. Young Justice was probably one of the best shows. It was written for older people, it was written for yeah. like young adults to adults. It dealt with all sorts of issues. And when it finally got revived and moved to HBO Max, it dealt with even bigger issues like depression, PTSD, yeah. you know, human trafficking, like the whole nine, but that show is so good. And I'm so sad that we're probably not going to get any more of it. I'm, I'm lucky. We, you know, we're lucky we got what we did. Yeah. You know why? Did I ever tell you why it was canceled? Toys. Toys. It's the toy sales. Same thing happened with spectacular Spider-Man. They had to yeah. create character. They like the toys would come out before the show was done. So they had to like adapt the script to the toys that were coming out. It's crazy that stuff like i just i really it blows me away half the time but let's see we're moving into what else the more oh we teen titans i am a huge fan of teen titans again one of the most opening songs i hate teen titans go people have defended teen titans go Mm -hmm. for its its meta nature and how it kind of pokes fun yeah but i was in that demographic where I loved Teen Titans. It was a great show. It was adults, it dealt with adult things. And then they're now they announced Teen Titans go with the original cast coming back and everybody was like, "Yes, they're making another like they're making it." And then it turned yeah. into what it was and we're like, "Oh. This isn't what yeah. we This isn't what we wanted." But obviously it was popular enough that they made a movie. I, I heard the movie's fantastic. I I just can't bring myself to watch it.
1: But Yeah, I Again, I wasn't a big fan of Teen Titans Go, so when they said was it Teen Titans Go to the movies or whatever it's called, I was like, no interest.
0: I will say there is a a segment that I saw from Teen Titans Go where they're using like a building like as a mech where it's got like arms and legs and they're fighting the competition and it's Mm -hmm. all very very thinly veiled Marvel references like the (laughs) the other buildings in mech and at one point like it it has like wolverine claws it throws a shield it's got spider webs like it's it's pretty funny and obviously like they they are very good at poking fun at at themselves like they do a bit where they all imitate the joker at one point and like all the bad guys fall for it until they get to robin who plays jared leto's joker and they're like ah what is that (laughs) no that is not the joker but so like they they have some fun now, yeah. let's jump into the more recent wave, and we have some of the more – this is now – we're in the time period of a, of real adult animated shows. And I'm not talking about like like Stripperella. Do you remember Stripperella? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my god. What were they thinking with that one? I can't believe they got away with that, and it was so bad. Yeah. But – Oh,
1: horrendous.
0: I say adult in terms of content, and – Harley Quinn was the first one that really showed, hey, we can do adult cartoons and have them be fantastic and have them drop in F-bombs and being super violent and sexual and all these things, but also really good stories. I'm pretty sure – I think Harley Quinn's won a bunch of awards. It got renewed for another season and they're still going. Did, have you seen – you haven't watched Harley Quinn, right? I have not, no. It's like your wheelhouse. It's like – that's your girl.
1: Yeah. She's I'll, I'll have to watch it at some point
0: i don't know what are you doing with your life god
1: nothing well no. get, get to get to work sir
0: but we also have some of the other things like invincible is one of the big ones i've only seen the first episode and i've seen bits and pieces on uh, that's another show that i need okay. to catch up on but apparently it's fantastic but also ultra fantastic. violent the first episode alone like oh yeah because you can get away with things like
1: that it's literally the boys animated before we got diabolical dude
0: diabolical was way better than it should and that's another genre that's really popular right now and with season two coming out which hopefully we'll we'll be able to do an episode on that what if is rolling around too? the new season And, and diabolical and all that again it's the animated stuff is a great way to continue the medium when you're not doing the live action stuff. Like, did you, Oh, by the way, unexpected news. I totally forgot. They dropped the new trailer for the boys season four. It's coming soon. Did you see the trailer? Wait, wait. did you see? I the? did not No, Dude, you got, you got to watch it. It looks really good. Yeah. I'm super excited for it. Cause now it's really, it's amping up. But anyway, so shows like what if diabolical, all that stuff, they, 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 they managed to take what we love about all this in continuity and show us, other versions of it which like diabolical works i haven't watched diabolical since though and same with what if i haven't watched it since
1: yeah both both of those on the same it was like one and done no need to really watch either one again uh, there's like i can't tell you off the top of my head but i know there's probably certain episodes that i'm like i would watch that one again but okay. not the whole series season for either one of them
0: now you know no no not even a little bit but uh, we do have an honorable mention that ronnie off air yelled at me for not mentioning just just so everybody knows because this has been the episode of technical difficulties and the fact that we got to 25 minutes i'm shocked but Yeah. uh, yeah it's gonna be a quick episode because for some reason ronnie and i can't zoom properly everybody else that i do zoom interviews with on mf uncensored not a problem just ronnie stupid but because uh, your internet
1: stops working when we record. Time. Oh, is, is that, that's
0: <laughs> the only reason. Yeah. But Ronnie wanted me to mention Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the animated series. That's another medium. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, we got to do a whole episode on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at some point. Yeah. But it's wild because they've had so many shows and some of them have been really good. Yeah. Like Mutant Mayhem came out, the new movie, and they say it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I still yeah. sat down and watched it. But for you, though, what is your favorite animated show?
1: So, my favorite show is probably the one we just mentioned, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was a huge fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, that between that and the movies, I think that might be my favorite. Do I think it's the best? No. I I think it's like top 10 Hmm. of all time. But my favorite animated show would probably be Batman.
0: For me, I am torn between... The original Spider-Man, the animated series, and Spectacular Spider-Man. Those two, as a big Spider-Man fan. Because I'm a big fan of all this. Like, we didn't even mention Superman, the animated series. Because when I think Superman animated, I really do think more Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. That's where he's had his better moments. Like, his ending monologue to Darkseid before he, like, rocks his world Yeah, awesome. But, uh, yeah, for me, like... I'm a Spider-Man guy with stuff like that. And they've always done such a great job. And obviously Spider-Verse we're looking at it now. Like they, st- they're still nailing Spider-Man in an animated medium, which is fantastic. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, really quick, just totally off topic. I just want to address this. Speaking of which, for those of you guys who aren't aware, death battle, one of my favorite YouTube channels, just did an episode, their third Superman versus Goku episode. ends oh. for the third time in a row, spoiler alert, Superman one ends. I just wanted to give my thoughts on it really quick before we end the episode, just for Ronnie's sake, so I don't have to talk to him about it later. But (laughs) yeah, it is. Death Battle does a fantastic job with their research and their level of knowledge. And I remember when the first episode came out, the fans rioted at the idea of Superman beating Goku. Then the second episode came out and the fans rioted again. But now the third episode came out and the fans are a little bit more mellow just because the third episode is also really well written with their actual fight. And yeah. yeah, Superman still reigns supreme, which is awesome. But yeah, that's going to wrap us up for this episode. Again, a shorter episode. We are going to do a deep dive into our spect- uh, Spider-Man, the animated series and X-Men, the animated series next week, followed by a part two where it's spectacular Spider-Man and X-Men evolution. But of course we cannot end any episode without one of our favorite features, fan feedback Friday. So this week I picked six superhero fight scenes and your reaction was your vote. So we had Bucky and Captain America versus Iron Man. Batman versus Superman. These are all live action, by the way. Batman versus Superman from Batman versus Superman. Batman Batman nightmare fight scene from Batman versus Superman. Captain America versus Winter Soldier from Captain America the Winter Soldier. Captain America's elevator fight from Captain America the Winter Soldier. And the Batman warehouse fight from Batman versus Superman. So ironically, it's... I Civil War and Batman versus Superman came out at the same time. And like all these they're just really good in terms of movie fight scenes, obviously the best. So we have, I'm gonna go through the votes. One, two, three, four, five votes, ironically enough, for the Batman warehouse fight scene. And that's the one that won. Our friend Alex wrote he actually did a two-parter, so I'm gonna give it to him. He wrote one A is Bucky and Cat versus Iron Man. And then 1B, Batman warehouse fight was everything I wanted in a Batman movie, especially after the Arkham games. Alex, totally agree. I got to get him on the show. He and I still need to have a chat. And then our friend John from Hey Pal, What's New? You guys all know our friends over at Hey Pal, What's New? If you guys don't, check them out. Make sure you let them know that we sent you. Hands down the cap elevator fight. The way they set it up with more guys getting on every floor and showing the one guy with the bead of sweat running down his temple sets it all up. And then Cap saying, before we get started, anyone want to get out is brilliant. I do agree. It's such... Uh, But for me, the buildup is better than the actual fight.
1: Yes, I agree. Like, like if you're talking just pure fight scene, nothing else. uh, Yeah, my vote was for the warehouse. To me, I think the Batman fight scenes are always the best ones. Oh,
0: God, yes. And say what you will about... You know, the uh, the DCEU, but oh my yeah. God, there, some of those fight scenes. I yeah, like yeah. Batman versus Superman, like his, their actual fight. It's just way too short, and yeah, I would have preferred going into that movie knowing that, not knowing that they were going to fight. Like, they could have done oh, that. Yeah. That's a whole other... It's
1: Batman and Superman is what it should have been called. Yeah. Or
0: Batman slash Superman. That's it. Yeah. Or just call it World's Finest, but they wanted to mark it on the names. But anyway... <laughs> That's gonna wrap us up for this episode. If you guys want to participate in Fan Feedback Friday, it's super easy. All you have to do is just go to our website, or not our website, go to our Facebook page. Every uh, Friday between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will see uh, Fan Feedback Friday pops up. And if you guys want more of our content, that's how you. That's when you go to the website where we have News Reverse. Stop! Don't, stop making faces at me. You're ruining my spiel. Yeah, get out of the camera. Get out. He actually got off camera because he knew he was messing me up. We have news reviews, articles, and more. Make sure you guys pick up that merch and support the show. And we're on every single social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of it. So make sure you guys check that out. A lot of new reels of Ronnie being stupid. So make sure you guys. What else is new? I know, right? (laughs) But anyway, that is going to wrap us up for today. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash. See ya.